Hey, welcome to Fear Not. My name is Bruce. We're with here with Ken. Hey. <laughs> How's everybody doing this week? Wish I could hear your responses. Too bad you're not here. I'm sure they're doing spectacular. I think so. I get that you got people shouting at their phones and their radios in their car. Radio. <laughs> Who listens to radio anymore, Bruce? Spotify. I'm middle-aged. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Doing good? Yeah. Okay. Doing good. How, how about yourself? Good. I'm doing fantastic. I am exhausted, but tis the season. It's a good exhausted. You know how like, well, I, I preached this a few months ago, talking about especially when it comes to you know biblical manhood, you know, uh-huh. what, what God requires of you know men, that we should go to bed exhausted a whole lot more than we do. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, you get into it. The cliche about, you know, idle hands are a devil's play thing. Not scripture, but very true, right? Yeah. And uh, I, I feel like the exhausted that I feel recently is a good exhausted. You know, where it's like, all right, getting good things done. It's a busy season, but, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't change things, you know. It's, Have you had anything eventful happen this week? This week? Let me think. Uh, man, all the weeks are bleeding together. I had six meetings yesterday. Uh, so that's a eventful. That's a lot. That's a big day, man. And I feel like I had a few of those days last week too. So like I'm going home. Not that didn't even open my calendar yet today, and I, I got to do work from at home. <laughs> I don't think people have any idea how busy pastors actually are. It's okay. My dad used to say this, and my dad was a pastor too. Uh, he's retired now, but he I grew up being a preacher's kid, and my dad used to say it's so true. He goes, a pastor being a pastor is either, and it's all up to you. You can be the hardest working person in the world or the laziest person in the world. Yeah, it's you all on show you. up once on Sunday. You know, yeah, you're busy. And that's, well, that's that's a lot of the conception, right? Is yeah. that dude? How busy can you be? You got, you know, a few talks that you give a week, and that's about it. And it's like, no, there's so. Yeah. If you are a pastor that only does that, I would say it this way: you're not fulfilling the the biblical office of being a pastor. Yeah. There's so much more to it: it's community, it's relationship, it's you know, authority, it's it's structure, it's these things that are very, very, very important. So I, I on my dad's spectrum, I definitely land on the side of being pretty busy. Yeah, so. you know, I mean, <laughs> just to get your time, I, I know you're a busy guy. Um, yeah. So well, it, How about you, man? What, what's what's happened with you this week? Uh, cut out sugar. Oh, that's an eventful week. Yeah, sugar, red meat. Buddy. It's been gnarly. Okay. It's been good. Okay. It's been hard. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I, I walked down the imagine, ice. Man. I walked down the ice cream aisle. Oh, that was a oh, bad idea. Why? Why? That's I was looking point. for frozen juice. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I, was, I needed to go down the frozen aisle, know, but dude. that ice cream aisle, man, that it's got like me. Wander in the red light district. Why give yourself that temptation? And you want to hear a story? It's <laughs> so so terrible. I went to this restaurant. That this this like really nice chef. It's called Times and Seasons. Okay. Like, Times like the herb. Oh, gotcha. and yeah. so the healthy place, right? Yeah. And I go in, and this place just looks healthy everywhere you look. Uh-huh. Um, there's not much of a menu besides just the protein you get to choose. And gotcha. then the culinary chef dish it makes you something depending on what you what you chose, okay. right? Okay. And uh, I chose a seafood soup. Yeah, okay. it's Asian style or Italian style. I said Asian style, not thinking I've ever had an Asian soup that okay. had a bunch of sugar in it. Okay. Failed to mention I can't have sugar. Oh. And he's like, "That's a twenty-seven dollar bowl, bowl of soup. You sure? You sure you, you want that?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm sure." Twenty-seven. Yeah, bowl he's like, "It's soup. big." I'm like, "Okay, yeah." And he brings it out to me, and I'm I'm starting to eat this thing, and it's delicious. But yeah. I'm like, "Why is it so sweet?" Oh, and no. that, at the same moment, he's asking me like, "Hey, how is it?" I was like, "It's good, but what is it that makes it sweet in here?" He's like, "Oh, that's brown sugar." I'm like, "Dang." It. <laughs> 
no. I had to stop eating it right there. It's wasted like, 27 bucks, man. Yeah. I, I was hoping my brothers would eat it, but they didn't. Oh, no. <laughs> Dude. Walk outside and yeah. give it to somebody just on the sidewalk. Like, here, buddy. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> well, yeah, with that, like, the reason why I cut out sugar is what I wanted to talk about today, right. at right. least to bring God into this podcast, is uh, I've uh, had some some things in my health where I've had to change up my diet. And, uh, and I wanted to talk to you about well suffering and how that brings peace hmm. because it, 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 I see, you seem to hear it a lot in Christianity that suffering brings peace or, hmm. or, uh, the examples of how peaceful the, the apostles were right when True. they were getting just the worst of it. Yeah. So yeah. like where, I wanted to ask you kind of where does that ne- necessarily stem from and uh how do we get more of that dude i think it's all through the word it's all i mean even even is something as simple and foundational as the bible saying that in our weaknesses god is made strong you know um it's it's the upside down principles of the kingdom of god you know if you if you want to be rich be poor if you want to find your life lose it i feel like this life and what in there's a weird duality to this as well um because god is a a loving father that really does love blessing his kids and you know giving you you know not every desire of your heart but you know the ones that line up with him like he he loves to meet your needs abundantly and the bible is also replete with those verses pressed down shaken together and overflowing this is what god does but this life brother is so um i think one of the biggest lessons you're ever going to learn is that Jesus is all you need. Yeah. And he'll bring you to those places where he's all you have in order for that to click. And you and I have been talking a little bit about this recently too, where it's you, you know, have been given an opportunity where, sorry, my dog is left out of her kennel and she's bothering Bruce right now. Posey, stop. <laughs> so <laughs> we got, we've got a silent guest on the podcast today. But um, you, you've been given an opportunity to learn a lesson that a lot of people either never learn or learn later in life, or having walked through something tragic out of left field they never saw coming. And that lesson is, Jesus is all that you need. So when you get there, when you scratch the surface of that revelation, you feel incredible, mm-hmm. okay? Because you don't have, there's nothing else that is holding on to your heart and your affections. Yeah. Like your, um, like let's just say physicality. You know, when, when you have a season that your body betrays you. Uh, oftentimes we think, well, the, the the solution to this is my body being healed. And oftentimes God does that. Um, and we pray for it every time. I believe that God still heals. I'm not a cessationist. I believe that he still intervenes in our circumstances. He's still concerned about, you know, I mean, even he says the sparrows are important to him. He doesn't know when one of them, or he doesn't not know when one of them falls out of the sky. How much more important are we than they? Yeah. You know, so he wants to do these things, but he more wants you to understand that that it's not the answer to your prayers is not getting what you want. Yeah. The answer to your prayers is I get Jesus. So I think you're you're scratching the surface of that, right? And you're yeah. feeling like okay, nothing else has a hold on me, and I get Jesus, and oh my gosh, I'm at peace. Yeah. So I think I think yeah, no, exactly what you said. If I were to put what I've been feeling this last week, which has been pretty interesting, I was talking to you a little bit about it earlier, 
is when you realize that Jesus is all you need. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I realized that a, a while back ago, but I feel like there's this new click to what's going on this this week, and hmm. and that is that like my my flesh needs Jesus, yeah, but my soul is what gets to spend time with Jesus uh-huh. for the rest of eternity, right? Uh-huh. And and I've really uh, felt the difference between my soul and my body yeah. lately. Yeah. And my soul and my emotions. Because, like, yeah. sometimes your body's what gives you emotions. True. Um, yep. But your soul has, like, certain type of emotions that, that are everlasting, like joy, right? Right, right. Um, and I feel like I've I've been able to decipher the two and then when i'm able to decipher the two therefore when i'm reading god's word or worshiping him or Mm. i'm talking about him in certain ways i just feel so much more near yeah so much more near to him absolutely and i feel like that's what brings peace yeah um like for example like i have a hard time standing up right like it's standing up for more than like a minute kind of hurts yeah um not because my feet hurt because my gut is just in so much pain right um, but like the other day I, I stood up in worship just cause I had that same, uh, I had the, the, I recalled the scene on where Jesus stands up when he's getting whipped, when he sees his mom. Mm. And I was like, man, if Jesus can stand during that time, I could stand right now. Mm. And it was during that song, uh, there's another in the fire, Oh yeah, right? Where he's standing next to me. So yeah. I'm like getting up and I'm worshiping and I'm like, mm. yes, this hurts right now. Mm. Incredibly. But I'm not going through this alone. Yeah. You know, and that's why I feel even closer to him because that pain just reminds me that he's right there. Yeah. Um, mm. It's interesting. Yeah. But it, it's it's something I haven't experienced before and I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's really been lifting <laughs> my spirits. Wow. It really has. Even though I'm like in a lot of pain, I'm yeah. like, wow, Jesus is so close to me right now. It's yeah. insane. Well, dude, I, I think it's of merit <laughs> worth observing that you just said, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Sincerely. I mean, that, that's kind of like it, what, and this is the the great point of living a Christ-centered life. It's the yeah. Apostle Paul saying, you know, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Yeah, I literally cannot lose. Yeah. You know, you want to kill me? Cool. I get to go be with Jesus. You want to let me live? Cool. I get to go preach about Jesus. Yeah. You know, and let, that's this is a great mature lesson that you're talking about that says, okay, you know, no matter what, Jesus is with me, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what I walk through, you know, because you said that even a second ago before we started recording, <laughs> excuse me, you said that at the very least, he's right there with me. Mm-hmm. And that's profound, right? Yeah. At the very least, no matter what we walk through, you know, listener, no matter what you walk through, at the very least, you got God taking you by the hand and saying, we're going to get through this together. Mm-hmm. And I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to forsake you. You know, ultimately, I'm going to meet all of your needs. You know, and that's just, I mean, what what better news is there? Yeah. You know, and exactly. what more freeing news? Because we worry exactly. about so many things, Bruce. We worry about finances. We worry about health. We worry about, you know, sociality. We worry about this, this, that. And it's all of these things are so um, ultimately temporal. Mm-hmm. You know, they're fleeting. And that's why if you see it correctly, again, going back to my boy Paul, you know, he says that I, I can't even help but look at the problems of this world as light and momentary when compared to the eternal glory of God. Yeah. For you real. know, I mean, dude, that's that's the point. Amen. Yeah, that's so big. That's so big. Um, 
forgot what I was going to say. I got I had a dog. <laughs> My dog, dog wanted attention. All right, stop, Posey. I do, <laughs> I do think, and I, I've said this, I think, already on this podcast, but um, most people, well, I can't say most, but certainly a lot of people either never lose, never learn this lesson, or they do in their 70s or 80s. Yeah, you I think know? it just takes that a full paradigm curve, shift. You know, what do you mean? Like a full paradigm shift that clicks you into just nothing but Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had, I was, I felt like I was nothing but Jesus already. But this last week, man, it's been yeah. weird, man. I, could, I can't explain it. I mean, I guess a, a couple more weeks into this, I'll understand if it stays this strong. Maybe uh-huh. I'm riding a wave, you know? Yeah. But I don't think so. I don't think so. Because the assurance, like I told you, the serenity prayer, right? I've been going back to the serenity prayer a lot. Yeah. Where it says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I can't change. Right. We pray this as if we don't, like, so much repetition, a lot of us seem like they've never seen the serenity that God's given you. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I've seen that in the last week. Mm. So I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Like, that's awesome for giving me that. Yeah. And then it goes on to say the courage to change the things that I can. Right. And I look back on my last week and the strength and the willpower that he's given me to cut out sugar <laughs> and to totally change, radic- radically change things in my life yeah. um, that I would have never been able to do yeah. otherwise. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he's been giving me that courage. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then and then also the path I'm taking is not necessarily the path most people would take. Um, so to understand the wisdom to know the difference right Right. and to know that i'm going down the right path i've never had so much confidence and assurance in what i'm doing Mm. yeah so um and then it goes on to talk about so so i could be living with you right soon right right? yeah one day and be happy and live a peaceful life and all that so yeah it's like that the serenity prayer right now is like i feel like even though I've known that prayer forever, right now in my life it stands out just right. because God's delivering on that prayer yeah, for me is. specifically. He is, and, and that brings peace. I think. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. No, no. Well, it's you said. You know, I thought that I was here already, and then this week is teaching me deeper. Yeah, I, I think that's so important for us to to embrace is that with with spirituality, there's always another gear. Mm-hmm. always another gear yeah. the reason that that is that way i look at it like this is is psalms talks about in the coming ages god's going to reveal his glory to us okay and the hebrew word they're used for that phrase in the coming ages is not just like 10 years from now it's eons it's generations it's in eternity mm-hmm. so what some scholars have thought is that god is so deeply nuanced and beautiful and powerful that if time were measured in heaven uh, 10,000 years from now, when, you know, you and I have been dead for a very long time, like on that day, there's going to be a new thing about God, you know, or just yeah. imp- like, whoa, look at that. That's, that's amazing. Um, that's how our spirits are as well. Now, I don't, I don't ascribe to the little gods thing. You know, God is God. We are not. Yeah. But he gives us something eternal inside of us, something of his nature that um, there's always more depth. And that's one of those things that, you know, that you're walking out so beautifully and a lot of us need to pray more often is god just take me deeper you know i want to i want to beautifully never be content with where i'm at with the lord because there's always more you know and it's i'm not talking about 
you know, uh, dissatisfaction. We need to also be grateful, you know. Yeah. But to know in this beautiful way, oh, there's more to be had and there's more mm-hmm. to be experienced. And, and quite honestly, there's more of me to surrender, you know, that that's something that I don't think ever leaves us, you know, maybe even on the other side of eternity. That yeah. there's, you know, I mean, no, we know that at that point we'll be known fully as we know fully and all these things we're not you know, wrapped up in this decaying flesh anymore. But there's something so beautiful and deep about God that there's always going to be like, oh, my goodness, wow. Isn't that incredible? You know, you're walking that out right now. That makes me uh, curious about something. So we learn from our experiences, right, here on Earth. And our souls learn from certain experiences, too. I'm curious to what our how our souls learn in heaven. (laughs) <laughs> learning doesn't stop what you no. have it. So. No, that's that's exactly what I'm, I'm referring to. Yeah, There's so. a lot that I'm not like clear on, and I think I think that scripture are uh, they're, they're nebulous about the description of eternity purposefully, mm. right? Because I, I here's what I think. You, you know, it's also written in there. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no no mind can imagine what it is that God has in store for those who love Him. You know, um, I think it's impossible. It would be impossible to literally explain what eternity with God is going to be like. But there are some things, and I ascribe to this as well, that um, I've heard it said that all the good things that we have here are just going to be redeemed there. You know, like we see the broken side of creation. There it's going to be the perfected side of creation. Which means, somebody said this, he goes, it's good for us to be productive. If we're not productive, we, we wither. We just atrophy, right? Yeah. So in heaven, I heard this guy say this. He goes, there's going to be some form of work, but it's going to be amazingly fulfilling. You know? And yeah. I'm like, huh. Dude, uh, like, because I, what's our goal here? Like, our goal yeah. is to reach retirement and, you know, that day that we can throw our alarm clock away. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and just be like, yeah, I get to do nothing for the next 20 years. Yeah. Right? And ultimately, people who really do do nothing man they're, they're dead within five right yeah you know so yeah. you gotta be doing, be doing something so to answer your question i have no idea i have all these questions too about what's it gonna look like there what a learning i have no idea yeah you know better not <laughs> better not be like college i'll tell you that much because <laughs> so i don't know i don't know man it's 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 gonna be fun to discover bro yeah no, and it's fun man. to think that i get to do it walking next to you one day Again, if we measure days, you and I look at each other in eternity, and I'll say, do you remember that podcast we did? <laughs> you asked this question. We just learned this together, bro. Isn't this amazing? Uh, yeah, for <laughs> real. Uh, or, uh, such off-topic, random conversation, but like, or like finding people you already know in heaven. Yeah, yeah. Like, how does that work? Dude, you know? <laughs> it's be a whole lot better than like finding your you know fifth grade girlfriend on Facebook. You know, yeah. Like, hey, I'm sure you'll I talk. You. Yeah, there won't be like that kind of technology, <laughs> right? So you'll honest be like, when you first get there, you're introducing who you are to people. Yeah. And then people are like, I know your ancestors. Right. 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 Like, oh yeah. So yeah. Like, that's why. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, that's another thing that's going to be perfected in heaven yeah. is relationships. God is huge on community. Mm-hmm. Huge on community. If we're, if we're not doing life with others. At least to some certain extent, we're all geared differently. Yeah. But we have to do community together. So in eternity, we're, we're going to be doing community. You know. So it's a good thing we have eternity because there's so many people I just want to spend a few years with. You know. Like, be weird. It's going to be weird being in a place where everybody gets along. Yes. Dude. <laughs> well, that'd be nice. <laughs> we could all use a little bit of that in 2021, couldn't we? <laughs> yeah, for real. That's funny. Awesome. Well. 
thanks for joining us with our conversation. I think we're going to wrap that one up. We're about out of time here. Um, but thanks for having this conversation again with me, uh, Ken. It's Absolutely, been an interesting man. week. I'm excited to see where I define kind of where I'm at in yeah. a week or two from now. And yeah. I hope yeah. this can, like, I continue the upward incline that I'm going on in my, yeah. in my faithfulness and my, uh, my journey. I believe but that you I, will. I, I believe, I believe, I believe will. it will too. Yeah. Um, I think I, I, I believe God will deliver some healing, but I mm-hmm. feel like that, there's a walk I got to go through first. Yes. Yeah. So. And I think that that people listening to your story, you know, even as uh, the little bit of it that you're disclosing, like they they should know right now where they're listening to this, is whatever we're suffering, Jesus says we can suffer well, and when we suffer well, uh, you, you build, you grow, you become strong, you turn into those things that you really do want to be that you can only become through suffering. Yeah. You know, so thank you for sharing your testimony with us about that, man. I, right. I grab onto it for me. Absolutely, man. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Posey. So you have seen this all before.